Greetings, friends and fellow Damons, and welcome to another episode of Damonosophy. Last time, I cracked open the Nebu egg and started talking a little bit about gold, wealth, wealth creation, and this all ties in with magic and the essence of magic. So. I figured we'd dive a little bit deeper into that since the current seems to be heading that direction anyhow. Sometimes in life, you just gotta lick your finger, see which way the wind is blowing, kind of move that direction. Just move with the current. So there's an old Sufi story. There was an old man who was about to die and he had three sons that were all kind of no good, never amounted to, to much, never really focused or accomplished anything in life. And all the old man had left was a, a, an acre of land an old field that was all overgrown with weeds and, and all crappy. And he told his sons, there's some gold buried out there in the field on this land. And after I'm dead, if you can find the gold, it's yours. So he died. Sons went out, they started digging around, digging and digging, trying to find that gold. And they never found the gold. But what happened is that in the process of digging and digging and digging and looking for the gold, the soil got overturned and it got replenished. And before long, the field was growing luscious crops, which they then turned and sold and became a very successful agricultural business farm type thing. let that seep in. So what it could mean is that sometimes the thing that you are focusing on to pursue is not actually the thing that will benefit you in the long run, which is a reminder to maintain a certain openness of being, or just say an open mind, to be able to see the opportunities that present as a result of your pursuit of that specific goal. Because we all know by experience that the mind tends to be subjective. We tend to go through life with blinders on and not see things around us. And so who knows how many opportunities we miss over the course of a day. But remember that when one focuses on a particular goal, a singular pursuit of something, then it causes changes which generate more opportunity. Now, it's not just any goal, though. It's very important. 
for instance, if you're, the goal you're pursuing is to get drunk tonight, doesn't open those kinds of opportunities. Um, or, you know, if your goal is to buy a new lawnmower, not the same thing. So that's why the story is about gold, because gold represents something uh, that is the ultimate value, ultimately valuable, and the most precious thing. This is also why in all of the stories of alchemy and, and systems of alchemy, gold is considered the ultimate, um, the ultimate object of pursuit. And it's not just because of gold itself, it's because of the pursuit of that, of that which is highest, that which is permanent. Because gold, remember, is a permanent store of value. That which is super substantial causes these other things to start to happen. It causes the soil of your life and existence to be overturned so that new growth can take place as a result of that. So the other thing this does is this gets us into the realm of alchemy and the different stories about alchemy. So when you study Western alchemy, there's always this dichotomy. On the one side, it appears to be about chemistry. On the other side, they say it's a spiritual pursuit. And there's sort of a conflict here. There's one side that says that uh, it was just about, it's just medieval chemistry. That's all it is. And they really thought they could make lead into gold for, uh, that they'd be able to find the secret of creating lead into gold and creating infinite wealth. Certainly they were pursuing the lead into gold possibility to appease the various kings and whatnot, like the story of John D um, is gets very much into this that they were um, pursuing this in order to, to continue to get financing from you know uh, the the king of Prague and different king European princes and and stuff who of course have their own reasons for wanting to be able to create their own gold out of thin air or uh, lead as it were. So yeah, there's a financial motivation for that mythology. So then there's this other side that says, no, underneath it all, really the secret underneath all of that chemistry and chicanery was in fact a spiritual pursuit where gold represents the ultimate spiritual attainment, the super substantial attainment. What I'm going to suggest to you now is that Neither of these explanations are entirely true, and what the, what's really going on is that both things are true. That they are pursuing an external chemistry possibility and a spiritual possibility at the same time. And that these two things do not need to be in conflict with each other. They're only seemingly conflict within a purely platonic, neo-platonic model. What Gurdjieff uh, referred to as Babylonian dualism. 
Um, the idea that there's material and non-material things and that they're in conflict with each other, they seek to destroy each other, they're ultimately, and they're ultimately different things. You need to just toss that model away um, in, in favor of a model of materiality and gradational materiality. And then these two pursuits are not actually in conflict with each other. If you look at Chinese alchemy, you see that there are two strains here. There's Nidan, which is all internal alchemy, and this is where uh, works like Secret of the Golden Flower are involved with that. And then there's Weidan, which is external alchemy, which is like herbs and healing and acupuncture and these other things that come from ancient Chinese uh, medicine that we associate that with more. And so the reality is that Taoist magicians or whatever back in the old days will actually, you know, practice a little bit of both of these things. So there's not a real clear line between the two of them. What this means for you living in modern times is that the pursuit of internal uh, alchemy, the internal pursuit of gold, um, happens at the same time as an external pursuit of gold or an external pursuit of wealth. And as I suggested in the Nebu generator, literally gold is probably one of the uh, best things to focus on, one of the easiest things to focus on, one of the purest things to focus on, because it remains purely a store of value over time. And when I say over time, I just not, I mean, not just over little market like fluctuations uh, over a, a decade or so, but I mean over thousands and thousands of years. So it's a good, uh, it's a good um, plumb line. This is a term that they use in, uh, in Secret of the Golden Flower that you drop a, a plumb line to establish the base uh, from which everything else is derived and which other things revolve around. The other reason it's beneficial to drop a plumb line into the objective universe, as it were, has to do with the nature of the subjective universe, the inner world. So one of the definitions of magic, or in studying terms, greater black magic, is the idea that causing a change in the subjective universe causes an equal and proportionate change in the objective universe. That's our great definition of greater black magic. One trick of it though, that we find from experience is that it's really hard to change the subjective universe. Much of uh, the work of uh, Ospensky's uh, Psychology of Man's Possible Evolution points out how difficult this is. Uh, one very physical, biological problem is that the emotional center works like uh, 30,000 times faster 
than the moving center, which in turn works 40,000 times faster than the intellectual center, which means that really the mind is the last one to figure out what's going on. And, and unfortunately, the mind is what we rely on the most for making decisions. The reality is that most of what the mind decides on is really simply reactions, reactions to what's happening in the external universe and often reactions to our own emotions, our own feelings. Think about how many times you come to yourself and you see I'm already in an emotional state and you know, immediately just start acting on that emotional state. Um, even in our legal system, we have this idea of a crime of passion, which indicates this acknowledgement that the passions just kind of like take you and, and you just, the rest of you just like has to like follow it. So this is why um, it's important to lay a plumb line into the objective universe to establish a focus within the objective universe uh, around the, which the rest of you can come. So in the terms of pure, pure, purely material, um, and, and I guess we would say um, on, on the level, like on a Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the level of needing everything uh, really necessary for one's being, that gold is a great uh, plumb line to drop for that, to keep you on track as it were. And within the spiritual realm, the realm of becoming, that spiritual gold is at the same time a, a plumb line, a focal point, a center of gravity that one establishes around which everything else might rotate.